to noise avocation podcast i'm ryan here with jeremy as always yo if you like that song that was plagued by cold case bhc they're a boston hardcore band that we're going to uh talk with the guitar player jason here shortly but before we get into that a couple things um friday night we did an instagram live with chubby fresh from one life crew which was a lot of fun so if you're listening now and you were in there jumped in and said what's up we appreciate it what's up we are gonna start doing that more often um trying to for sure do fridays but then probably just some random nights whenever we feel like it too so if you're following us on instagram turn your notifications on if you want to jump in those um or if you don't want to see it then turn them off i guess but follow us on instagram at noise avocation for sure if you are not already um one other thing before we jump into the interview we did the discussion with blast beats vinyl a while back and for anybody who hasn't checked out the site yet hasn't ordered anything um, if you go to the site now which will be linked in the episode description and use the promo code noise you will get 10 percent off your first order definitely check them out follow them on instagram they always have a ton of cool shit coming in i think he does new drops like every tuesday it seems like or every other well, tuesday it's maybe the customer service and the packaging and it's all around like dude 
Totally awesome. So yeah. definitely use that fucking 10% off. Yeah, you always get like stickers, like a little thank you card. Um, I think he even said like you can request to have your packaging or your video, your package videoed of them packaging. That was a tongue tire there. But yeah, definitely check them out. Use our promo code and enjoy the episode. All right, Jason from Cold Case, thanks for jumping on the show. We appreciate it, man. Thanks for having me. I really appreciate it. Yeah, so uh, you play guitar in the band, correct? Yes, yeah. I, I basically uh, am the founding uh, member and, and guitarist, so I, I pieced it together. Awesome. Um, well, I guess we'll start first and foremost. Like, How did you get the idea to piece the band together? I know that you've been in some bands prior to. Yeah, so I, I you know, got into the scene or discovered, you know, hardcore male music when I was 14, uh, middle school. I, ne- I never looked back. It was crazy. Cause I, I was always like huge in the sports. I was like a, a really uh, big athlete in school, but I just couldn't really relate to what some of those uh, kids were, uh, how, how they were. So when I discovered music and what was going on with that, it felt like so raw. And I was like, Oh, I, I love this shit. So I kind of like, divided my time between sports and music and uh the music has always stuck with me through so i made bands all the way through uh the last band i made was empire in my uh late late 20s and that band took off and it was fun and um had to shut it down before the pandemic missed it i ended up getting married and was just kind of doing you know regular stuff um my wife is is amazing and uh, i was telling her like hey I used to play music. Um, I kind of want to start back up. And she's like, oh, yeah, you should. So for my birthday, she bought me uh, a new um, guitar head for Christmas. She bought me uh, a uh, like $1,000 uh, ESP or whatever. And was like, go do it. And I was like, oh, okay. So <laughs> what kind I just of head started. Did she buy you? Uh, I got an orange. I, I was sick of tube heads. So I was looking at the solid state. Yeah. And I was just chatting with her. So I got the orange crush, I think, super crush or something Man, like that. That's some nice shit. Um, that's, a, yeah, good, and I that's think, a good wife, dude. Yeah, it's pretty ballsy. Yeah, she's awesome. She uh she just like and it wasn't like I was like, Oh, please get this for me. I was just talking to her about it and she's like, right. Oh, I'll take care of you. And uh Fuck yeah. you know, halfway through found out she was she was uh pregnant, so she was like, you know, just go full speed ahead until the baby comes and then we'll slow down or whatever. Um, you know, because I am responsible, you know, I have a good career, I take care of her. She, you know, she does the same. We uh she takes care of me. So it's got we got that mutual respect. So like if someone wants to do something or it means a lot to someone, um we we try and support each other. So it's it's uh been amazing. Her name's her name's Marilyn. Um she's she's awesome. And, Shout out uh, to her man. She sounds like a fucking down ass girl. Yeah, yeah. She's hundred percent like ride or die, you know, that's yep, yep. As, as they say. So um so anyway, I started kind of just fucking around at my house, um, making a style, and I ended up getting more towards like the hardcore style because I I tried to like put myself in a box just to get a style and then expand within that box. So I picked uh, Hatebreed, First Blood, and Recon as like influences, and then I was like, all right, let's see what I can do within this. So I was like, I'll tune the drop C because it's a little bit tighter, a little bit sharper than A which I was playing in before. And then all of a sudden I started getting this like tone that I really appreciated. I started getting a little bit more melodic and putting the pieces together. And uh, I had a drummer that had reached out to me before the pandemic, uh, Pat Azola. He's been in 
certain bands. Um, one of them he was in was Burden, which was back in the day. There's a bunch of Burdens, but he was in a Burden out of Brock did. He was in um, this band, uh, Born from Demise, which changed into Opposition. You've probably seen them floating around, maybe. Um, so he was in that band. And anyway, we started piecing that together. We put, you know, four or five songs together. And then my brother hit me up during that time and was like, let me sing on this. You know, I've always wanted to sing. And this is his first project. So I, I was like, wasn't hesitant. I was kind of hesitant at first because, you know, brothers, like, although we get along, you know, you can clash and I didn't want to have like <laughs> yeah, a, a rift or whatever. So I was like, ah, all right, I'll do it. So because I believe in him, he's he's very, he's talented. He just hadn't had time to, um, you know, show his stuff. So um, but he's he's really good. This was the first time good. that he got to sing with a band. Then yeah, this this was the very first project. Um, so, and he came in and just killed it. And so we recorded the EP uh, before, like September before 2023. Finished it up in October, uh, and then it had to get mastered, and then we released it in January of uh, 23, which is the Beyond Recognition EP. And uh, basically, I recorded both guitars. Wow and based on that and then we did the you know pat did the drums eric did the vocals and we recorded that at the drums at blackheart sound um with eric Sauter. that's uh, out of new hampshire and then um we did all the guitars vocals and everything else with ryan stack who's out of western mass and uh well actually no it's not western mass sorry it's amesbury um which is like further up north near near new hampshire um so we cleaned that up did that and then i found members because basically I kind of like just people heard it and were like, Oh, what are you doing with that? And I was able to grab a few people. Um, and that was Jared. He plays bass. He's the guitarist in this band, give up hope. And then my friend, Nick, who I know from, um, we trained Muay Thai, um, for a long time together. He is actually, a, was a pro MMA fighter Nice. and, uh, he was a coach. Yeah. He was like one of my coaches and, uh, I grabbed him and he was down so it just kind of all fit together with like a lot of people that i trusted and that's kind of how we um we all meshed so it was basically me chatting with my wife and her being like go do it and then my brother encouraging me and then having some people in the background like some friends from the scene and that's kind of how it all came together it just gradually kind of started quietly and then kind of exploded it's cool to have that support from all different angles cuz i know like i've witnessed marriages where they're like yeah you're married now you ain't playing in a band or like you got a kid now you're not playing in a band and just like your whole lifeline's cut off where they're like this is it like i'm your life now yeah Um, well which to a certain degree should be that way but there should be like balance you know like people shouldn't give up who they are in a relationship exactly and uh it definitely is like we definitely have a more relaxed schedule with the band because of that but at the same time um you know we are able to live a little and play music and we're not trying to do it to be superstars like you know we don't have the big like uh we're not like we're not looking at it like oh we're gonna be famous someday like you know we're we're younger like because we know where we are um it's just more for like we missed it it's like a bunch of guys getting together just to you know blow off some steam and play some music and kind of show people, you know, um, what we got cooking and how we approach it. And that's about it, you know? And then if, if we get some opportunities along the way for what we can do, um, we'll, we'll do it. So 
that's kind of how we approach it. First Blood a lot lately as an influence. Yeah, um, which right, is fucking cool. So. Yeah, and uh, it just made me think, man. I forgot that at our local bowling alley, we used to have First Blood on the fucking jukebox in that place. Really? Yeah, <laughs> I didn't know that. California was on there, man. Isn't that fucking strange? <laughs> that is strange, considering if you went to our bowling alley, you would you never expect, expect that. It, no. I think that guy lives in Germany, supposedly the singer. The singer, I yeah. Think that, yeah. Um, I don't know, but but yeah, they're they're nasty. When you know, as soon as that, because obviously I found out about them through Terror because yep. he used to be the bassist of Terror. I think yeah, the singer. Yeah, that's how I found yeah. out. Yeah, and then uh, I was just like, "Oh, this is this is nice." Um, when I heard <laughs> it, and yeah, so yeah, uh, I like because they do take. They do incorporate, like, just the vocal patterns and how they always put emphasis on certain lines and then, you know, how they always hit you with, like, everything just seems to hit right in that band. Um, The way that they, especially on California, I mean, two of the songs off California were off their, I think it was three of them, actually, but, like, Victim, Suffocate, and uh, a couple other other ones were off their four-song EP that they did. Yeah, yeah. and that was the first one that I heard. And I was like, oh, this is kind of crazy. Um, and at that time, I don't know how you guys feel, but I started off listening to kind of like death metal and some hardcore. And then I basically transitioned to hardcore. So the one thing that took me time to get used to was kind of like the hardcore vocal style. Because I was like, oh, this sounds a little bit weaker because I was used to the people growling and right. all kinds of stuff. So yeah, when I first heard it, I was yeah, I was slightly off put buy it but then as i got further into hardcore i i preferred like the hardcore vocals and i was like this is awesome so that was the only thing that i was really kind of uh not with at first but then i was like wow they're doing some good stuff and then i just now i love it i love that guy's voice yeah we're b- both into death metal and all types of metal so like i know there's a i don't think so much anymore really but i remember there was a time where there was a as like a stigma with hardcore where you were like, you can't listen to metal if you're listening to hardcore type of thing. Yeah. It was kind of more divided when we were younger. It seemed yeah, like, stupid. but, uh, I don't know about you guys, but how, how old are you guys? I'm 32. I'm 38. Okay. I'm 36. So there was this album that was floating around. Uh, like remember back when there was infomercials and, and stuff like that. Um, yeah. there was that drum that hard in the heavy album. Do you remember when that was like, it was like, like an infomercial like kind of like, one? Yeah, yeah, it was like a new metal. It had Slipknot, it had a bunch of stuff on it. So oh, that oh, album. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I, I don't, do, I yeah. do remember that. Yeah. I probably yeah, didn't so, have cable. So, <laughs> yeah, like, so, I'm so I was like, <laughs> I was, uh, I was like, well, at the time, maybe. And I saw that and I was like, holy shit, I need to get this. Like, I didn't know like what that music was really. I only knew about, you know, corn and, some you know those type of bands right and then that band had like nothing face slipknot fear factory uh spine shank like all those like new metal alternative bands that were just a little bit heavier than the other stuff so i got that like found slipknot then from slipknot i found uh i don't know like hate breed then i was listening to dying fetus skinless cryptopsy um unearthed and like all that remains and those were kind of like my gateway bands and then from there i just kind of took off but yeah slipknot was definitely my gateway that album was like a sampler get me to where i had to be and then from there i was like holy crap i didn't even know like 
any of this existed and i just <laughs> right. it just stuck with me so yeah. well, i think since slipknot got to where they are now and their music has changed so much like i think they catch a bad rep but like in the early 2000s uh, that shit was incredibly groundbreaking for what they did for their first few albums yeah it was just really weird too like because they had a lot of samples and yeah and it sounds was, it was like it was theatrical almost you yeah know? it was something that like i think people didn't really expect it to go anywhere but honestly i think like slipknot is the later generations metallica almost like as far as popularity goes 100 percent. and with that album that they did before uh well they just released one but there was that one that they got uh nominated for they hit the chart charts with um i forget what it was but it was like two years ago came out uh not the recent one but the it was like 2020 2019 it came out i think I forget what it was, what the name is. It's like Was it the Flood one? Mind. Huh? The uh, Flood? I think it was We Are Not Your Kind. Oh. Yeah, I'm, I'm so not it, I'm not It might be that one, yeah. Yeah, so that one kind of like revived them too. Um because saw more mainstream people getting into them cuz I saw them recently. Um and there was a, a little bit of a different crowd, so that was that was kind of cool to see. So yeah, I haven't yeah. followed the band in a while, but like those yeah. earlier albums, even to this day, I still throw them on sometimes. Like not very often, just because I'm always listening to so much different stuff. But once in a while, I get like a nostalgic feeling, and I'll throw that on just to feel like I'm 12 again. That's actually how I met my uh, wife. We met on a match, and she was like, "I'm gonna go see Slipknot this year," and I was like, yeah, "But she didn't." It's like. Her, uh, I hate to say this, but like her picture did not match her interest. Um, she's like a five foot two blonde, uh, curvy Puerto Rican woman. <laughs> so like, <laughs> right like she's but like petite though, like not not. Uh, yeah, yeah. She's not. You know. You know what I mean? Um, so, so she, you know, gorgeous. Like and had like you know, uh, she was in her one of her pictures was she was in her business attire. Um, she looks she a little more, then, more innocent than the casual yeah. metal fan. Yeah. Then the other one was uh, she was she was like you know going to like a club or something and other stuff like that. But all her interests like aligned with all mine. She was into martial arts, heavy music, all that stuff and everything. So I was like, holy crap! I like I just hit the lottery, <laughs> you know. And when uh, we hit it off, and um, ever since we started talking, like we never stopped talking, and it wasn't anything but. But honesty so yeah that's actually how we met was was o- o- over that um and i and i never had a, a preference for for either either or like anything it just was like i thought she was good looking and her interests lined with mine and we just kind of matched and i i couldn't believe it like what we have today so that's kind of yeah. how it it's is. all it's working amazing. out dude yeah yeah but the the yeah. influence definitely shines through in your music though like you can Yes, your guitar riffs have like a hardcore influence and background to them, but it definitely leans to metal as well. Yeah, I love metal. I was, I didn't want to leave the metal behind at all. Well, um, I think like I appreciate that in I like when bands try to like set themselves apart from just like they don't have a designated person that they want to sound like like everybody has their influence and everything and that is what it is. But 
like when a band tries to specifically be like, we're going to sound exactly like Strife or we're going to sound like Hatebreed or we're going to sound like et cetera, it, I don't know, it pigeonholes them, like it boxes them into where they don't get to really, you're like, yeah, that's that band that sounds like Strife. It's like Greta yeah. Van Fleet with how they sound like Led Zeppelin. Um, it, it, it definitely just, does. Like, I, yeah. I don't know. I like it because it, sometimes uh, hardcore can really, like, and even any music, death metal, it can blend together. So when people do and take the extra step to stand out, I always appreciate that in a band. Yeah, and one thing that I, so to what you said to that is, I've been in bands where you like give yourself too much space and then you end up just sounding like a bunch of different riffs or not really having, you have to have some sort of direction. So what I did was I bought, I boxed myself in first. Like I said, I gave myself some bands and kind of like, all right, I want to take these three influences rather than be like, our influences are like in name 20 bands, you know, like there's, there's like hundreds of bands that I listen to that I love, but, let me take this as like put a microscope to these bands. And then within that, I'll kind of start expanding because I made the mistake. You used them as your foundation and then built on Exactly. Exactly. Yeah. Cause I've made the mistake before of like being like, let's do everything that everyone likes. And it's like, no, you got to like kind of hone it in and then, and then expand on your talents from there or just see how it feels Uh, because that gives you, that's how I was able to do what I was able to do with this project, which I think is different than the other ones I've done as far as like really executing. So that's why I appreciate being a little older and having the opportunity to do this. Cause I've had things I've learned um, that I've wanted to try and achieve that I wasn't able to do with other projects. So. And as a guitar player, like I used to um, uh, strum a guitar with another guy. And that was like, like you were saying, We'd run into that problem where it's like, well, we both like The Cure. We both like Hatebreed, Dying Fetus, uh, The Circle Jerks, Ted Nugent, and Tupac. <laughs> and then, like, we could never... It was a lot of fun, but we never got anything done, you know? Yeah, you kind of have to have, like, someone that's going to say, like, all right, let's let's cut it off here and try this. For sure. Or, like, no, this is good, and... I usually kind of like become the designated uh, like band practice director, I guess. And I'm not an asshole about it at all. Like we try everything that everyone wants to do. Um, but, you know, I can usually just like, I'm really good at figuring out what people can and can't do or like what they want to try to do and everything like that. So I'll be like, Oh, all right. This is how, this is what the drummer does. Well, this is what the singer does. Well, this is what the other guitarists and basses do. Well, do you write the lyrics or um does your brother I, um so the whole the whole band was the cold case i i wrote i wanted to call the band cold case because i wanted to base it off of like personal experience and stuff like you know like things that you would go through in life so yeah i like basically like you know there's parts of you that you gain and there's parts of you that you lose so like to me that's like the whole cold case aspect like that part dies off so another part can live like other things like that. You know, we all have like stuff that makes us jaded or different things. So I kind of gave him the concept, like how many experiences have you had that where you could have died or like that were killing you inside and things like that. Cause that's the tone that I want to 
want to um, grab with this, like things that could have ended, ended your life, mistakes you've made, um, you know, certain certain feelings of like despair or whatever that you went through. So like, let's call this cold case. Let's, let's, let's start to focus on that. So, you know, he focused on a lot of that stuff. All his lyrics are his own. The only thing that I wrote was the little anthem beyond recognition at the end of uh, the, okay. the first EP called beyond recognition. And then I, I would help him fill in little spots here and there, but he really took off with it. I mean, he's, yeah, those lyrics he, are great. So tell them yeah. from us, man, like, but congratulations. Those are good. Yeah. Yeah. He, he, yeah, he really, he really did it. He really felt it. Um, I mean, he really had all that, all that stuff. Uh, so it's, it's the real deal when it's coming out of him. Um, and we kind of just, we're all this. I mean, me and him live, live similar, had similar, you know, thoughts and everything. Oh, so for sure. It's, yeah. So it's, it's good to, it's good to see him get it out. It's good to share it with him. And I kind of like, I like, I feel more comfortable. Uh, using an instrument to get it out um, but I have no problem putting pen to paper or I mean I do a lot of the backups on that album and then uh, on Cold Case Crew at the end I'll be doing some of the backups but Nick and Jared the guitarist and bassist are more comfortable singing while they're playing so they'll just okay. Nick's a good Nick's a good uh, a good uh, backup and Jared's a good backup so they'll they'll they just want to take the mic and they want to yell it too which is cool like I've never seen other band members be so passionate about screaming lyrics too. So that's how you know that uh, my brother did a good job because the other guys were like, we want to, we want to sing too. So they just love like singing and playing too, oh, which is awesome. It, it looks good though too, man, from an audience yeah. point, like, Oh shit. Yeah. You when you're, yeah. when you're watching a band and everybody, the whole yeah. band's having fun, you not know. just like the singers going nuts and the guitar players like looking down the whole time. Yeah. That's what looking I'd be down. doing. Yeah. No, it's 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 awesome to see. I really appreciate it. Um, the reason why I I don't like sing live is because uh, I have like I had a I have a severe hand injury, so um, I gotta focus on playing a little bit more. I can still jump around and have fun, but it might be a little bit too much to try and like sing and and like keep track of like what my hands doing because sometimes it gets it does get wicked tired. Um, so I got when I was in college. I, I uh, labored for a construction company and I ended up getting my hand crushed by a front end loader. And it like, I was, they were going to like amputate uh, my middle finger, uh, ring finger and pinky. And I was just going to have like a crab claw basically, uh -huh. but they ended up saving it. So I've had like 24 to 30 hours of surgery. And that was 10, 10 years ago, but I had to get skin grafts. It was a, it was a, a degloving, severing, tearing, and uh one other injury so like my bones are crushed my skin was ripped off my arteries were exposed and like i was you know just it would look like i fucking got a grenade it was disgusting Damn, um surprising yeah. you don't have like a bionic hand that's why i don't like yeah. working in shops man <laughs> yeah so there was a there was a hand specialist there that day they asked my age what I like to do, all that stuff. Um, and this was at Mount Auburn Hospital. And I lucked out that he was there because they were going to just cut him off. And he goes, oh, no, I'm going to try and save him. So he did it. Um, and gradually, like, things just started working out. And my hand works. Like, you wouldn't even know if I didn't show you. But um, I, I can only open it so much. And when I close it, I can't bend my knuckles in a certain way. But it's strong enough where I can do a pull-up on it. I mean, they're good enough where I can like play the guitar and it just like arthritis here and there, or it gets tired. So 
that's why I kind of, I probably could push myself to, to sing during shows, but I also just like to play the guitar anyway. So if someone else wants to sing, that's fine. And if someone wants to ask me to do a backup, I'll, I'll do a backup for the album, but that's about it. I just really enjoy the fact that I'm playing and having a good time that way. So, yeah, I really dig that fucking crucified song that, um, Sounds similar yeah. to that other song, you know. I mean, a I'm lot of saying, a lot of people, though, man, yeah, a lot of people such are saying, a cool fucking riff, dude. I didn't even realize that it sounded like uh, Hope Con. Yeah, until, Divinity uh, Sickness is the name of their song for anybody out yeah. there. Yeah, and then, uh, but it kind of it kind of does, but I, that wasn't on purpose at all because I wasn't even a huge Hope Conspiracy fan. Like then when I went back and listened to them, I was like, oh, this band's pretty cool, but. It's it was not quite my style of what I'm into, so it wasn't in like I don't even know how that would have been an influence at all because it wasn't in my library really. The only album I had was uh, Cold Cold Blue that I like listened to once. Yeah, and then I was like, I'm I don't a know fan if I like of the this. band, so it, it stood out to me like quite quick. But it's still different. It's just like I thought that was like a huge influence. That's why. And then you're like, everybody asked me that. Yeah, they do, and it's crazy because they like if I had to tell you a band that I've listened to the least, it would, it would be, be that. Them. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. yeah. So, and and no disrespect to them, right? When I see the body of work that they've done and 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 like how influential they are, it's crazy. So um, I respect it, and but they're just not my like, you know, not one of my bands that really like turns me on. You know, so, oh for sure, yeah. different yeah. strokes for different folks. Yes, sir. Yeah. Um, so does the Boston weather like affect your hand and stuff? How it, like the cold and everything? Yeah, my my hand was like two days ago when we had the we had a shift from like seventeen degrees to fifty degrees. Like yeah. it felt like my my fingers were going to explode, and yeah, then like uh, the humidity at, and stuff. Yeah, and then after that, when my but I mean I've been dealing with this for uh, since two thousand eight, so it's gotten worse as I've gotten older, but not. I mean, it's it's nothing that I'm like, oh my god, I'm gonna cry. It's just like, <laughs> right. so, some sometimes, like I said, it's just a I have to understand when they get tired and how to push them and, and stuff like that. But it's not. Uh, yeah, you learn how to you know, live from, with the situation. Yeah, yeah. So that's that's really it. It's not a huge deal. It's just something stupid that happened and I got through. And honestly, it helped define a lot of my life. So like, I wouldn't really change change the fact because it show it helped me show myself like the type of. Uh, person i am i've had a couple of things that have happened to me like you know not or you had to face like adversity the, and fucking yeah reach down yeah. inside and be a fucking man yeah. basically yeah yeah there's a couple of things one of them was like a, a, a decade-long thing that i don't really want to like no, talk no, about no, too no, much no. but uh but <laughs> no, yeah that was that was like uh yeah but uh i i had a hard uh pretty hard hardship where i had to realize some things like what i was going through and i was like holy shit this is crazy so um, to come out of that and then have my meet my wife my that I have now from that it was huge. Um, let's just say uh, someone wasn't too kind to me for a long time, um, and uh, like it was just a, it was just a hard a hard thing to handle, and um, it was a lot of emotion involved. And I had nothing but love for that person, and I think at one point they you know they had that for me but there was a lot involved there was some collateral damage and stuff like that and um i don't hold anything against against anyone it was just a difficult situation and i'm glad that uh both of us are 
doing okay. And, uh, that's, that's like the most important thing and that I get to live like a good part of my life now and hopefully they're doing the same. Um, so that, that's really all I'll say about that, but that was tough. That was a hard situation to be in and that defined me a lot about how I handled that. So, uh, but that's like not something that I like really put out into the public, but it's part of also why I was missing music too, because music is a huge thing I used to cope and a healthy a healthy outlet so i really yeah. that's why I, I like music a lot so yeah. yeah music's definitely my therapy for yeah. sure and it's cheaper yeah. well actually it's more expensive than yeah, a it's therapist. getting a little pricey <laughs> now because i think you can get free ones on skype yeah, yeah. so you guys yeah. put out two eps last year one at the beginning of the year and another one towards the end of the year the second one was um there will be blood do you guys yeah. have plans to try and release a full length coming up next or are you sticking with eps for now uh, i think we're gonna do a full length we're supposed to like do kind of like a frankenstein album with uh 1054 where we took some of uh beyond recognition and there will be blood and kind of put it as like a like you a, know like a, like a, like a double pack yeah double package thing or whatever yeah. um but like so i just got I recently just got some dudes. We're trying to figure out what to do with this, um, the information that. So we took a break. We're sorting it out. Brother has baby. Wasn't sure what he was going to do. So he's not coming back. Um, so we're going to take Nick, put him to vocals. We're getting uh, a guitarist who played in uh, the band. He used to play in Dysentery. He used to play in Before I Had Wings. Um, and we're going to move him to guitar. And then Nick is going to sing. He has a similar voice to my brother. But what we're going to do, because it's like kind of a new chapter of the band, is we're going to go to drop A. So we're going to get even heavier. And uh, I have like a bunch of um, riffs that I've been writing in drop A. And I think it's going to be really good. It's going to be a different approach, similar similar style, heavier and a little bit more tailored to Nick. But I don't think we're going to lose anything that like the band has kind of strived for i think we just gotta work through it to to like define the sound this way and pick up from when we left off so i think it's gonna be like a fresh take on the band yeah and um i mean plenty of other bands have successfully changed singers and gone on it just sounds like evolution of the band and i think it's gonna be great cannibal corpse switch singers dying fetus switch singers and they're both in other bands spawned from those so yeah we weren't sure if we were gonna just do a different project if we were gonna try and play the same songs or whatever but i kind of think you know i really care about my brother i care about uh what he's he's done and i kind of want to keep that chapter sacred so we might be playing one or two of those songs in drop a like seeing which ones fit but right. we're going to write a whole new thing and do like a, a new, ch- a new chapter. And, um, we, you know, we just realized we we're, we're thinking about it too much and we just realized that, you know, we're in the driver's seat and we can do what we want. And it's not like we're going to go play punk or some other style of music that like wouldn't really fit like the name. We're just going to play the same stuff heavier. a little heavier yeah. and, and like, you know, still bring that ferocity. And I found like one thing that, um, with, growing older and recognizing things is I realized to pay attention to time signatures too a lot, like not just be like, Oh, this is a fast riff. This is a slower riff. And with the last album, I don't know if you noticed the there will be blood album. So the first album um, beyond recognition was like 140 to 160 
beats per minute or whatever. It was kind of like hung around in that frame, which was good, but I felt like the pace could have been pushed a little bit more. So I found out the sweet spot for us is 160 to 180 uh, nice. beats per minute, where we, we get a little bit more like aggressive. Uh, it punches you in the face a little bit harder. And in the C tuning, it was like, it was nice. I was like, all right, we're getting some, like that end of our uh, play. Like, I don't know if you, that riff where it's like, yeah, that like, like a, I was like almost like a, like a, what, like a five, seven, three, five, seven. Yeah. Three. Yeah. Yeah. But I was like, that picks up real nice. And like, that's the type of speed. Like I want to hit when something hits you, you know, it was like nice chokes right there and everything like that. And it complimented that kind of like, the slower pace with that little chorus in there and everything. So I was st- starting to figure out the dynamic between actually like recognizing the time signature to where, you know, it, it picks up and slows down and like noting that that's what the time is in rather than just be like, Oh, we'll wing it in, uh, in, re- in recording and figure out the time signature then. So now I'm taking the time ahead of time to really be like, I want the riff here. Where does it, does it flow between you know, 170 and 180 is it like 160 or whatever and, and i'm just now i'm doing that with drop a to make sure that it doesn't sound like sludge and everyone's just sitting there like waiting for like a fast part you know so right. i want yeah, i yeah. want it i want it to i want it to come in and like capture your attention so in order to do that like time the note recognizing the time signature plays a huge or, or beats per minute i guess um plays a huge part in it and it's really helped me out on, on this, like discovering that with those two albums is really helped me out on this one. So I, I think I'm going to have some good stuff. It sounds so heavy. It's, it's ridiculous, but it's not, it's not like sludge. So I think it's going to be awesome. I'm really excited for it. Have you guys already started writing music for that? Yes. And it's, it's like, I didn't think it was going to sound that heavy, but it, it does. And, and, and it's not distorted at all. It's clear. It's going to just like, it's just going to be, I think it's going to be awesome. I, and I'm still going to incorporate those harmonies and stuff, um, but I'm going to do them in a little bit different way. You know, I just got to figure out the scale and how that kind of matches up to get the same type of tone because it could go, you know, I, it could veer to like, I'm trying to make it, you know how there's like those like Egyptian kind of like um, harmonies, like Nile and all that stuff. Like I'm trying yeah. to stay away from those. When you go to drop a, sometimes those ones kind of, it's easier in. to hit those t- yeah yeah and i like more like a little bit like the like i like we like you said dark the darker the darker type ones but more like of a melody versus like i'm not trying to sound like i'm playing the uh, i don't know i, I love <laughs> i'm just Ni- trying to- i love nile yeah yeah i like oh, nile I love too, nile but- too. nile's a great fucking band yeah yeah i love i love nile i love nile too um and what they do is is awesome but i just want to like make sure we stay I try and take as much of what I can from the previous um, albums and, and incorporate that into A, but make it different. So Right. You don't want the next album to be like, wait, is this the same band? And then yeah. you have to go back, like, what the hell happened? Yeah. I want them to be like, what the hell happened, but in a good way. Right. And appreciate both of them and be like, oh, Jesus. You know what I mean? But uh, I just don't want them to be like, what are they trying to do? I just want them to be like, okay, they had a lineup shift. They got heavier. I see why they did that. This is awesome. You know. When do you That's expect it. we could possibly hear anything from that? Um, I'm gonna get a first song done probably in the next month or so, uh, and what? then we got a fr- we got a friend that's gonna he's gonna let us go to his studio and do like a, a, a sampler track 
just so people can kind of get a hint of what we're doing. And then we're just going to go, you know, balls to the wall to uh, get like six or eight more down. And so hopefully we'll be ready to play uh, end of April, May. Um, and, and what's crazy is like when we were first getting started and we put that EP out, we're like, this EP is good. We're definitely going to get someone going to ask us to play. It took, <laughs> it took so long to like figure out how to get a show just because getting back in the scene, even though we had members in the scene, um, it was like, man, the well is dry. Like, what the hell is going on? So then we got back in and we kind of were like, all right, we're plotting along and we, we got a you know a decent amount of recognition. But even then, I was talking to some other bands who were getting started. I'm like, man, it's hard out here to get shows. I don't know. Like, yeah. And then we started just kind of doing it ourselves and trying to book friends and friends were booking us and everything. And then so then we got this nice little kind of community going on and it worked. And um so now that we like, we're like, okay, we're stopped. I got like 10 to 12 show offers when I wasn't looking for it. And I was like, damn it, what the hell is this shit? So, yeah, yeah. So, um, so it's, it's good. We're excited. We, and, and we have some stuff that I think will get lined up. Um, so, which is cool. And there was a venue that I kind of got started with that. Uh, I don't know if you've seen that Peace on Fire booking group that kind of books near us. Yeah. Um, he, the Waltham venue that we've had a couple shows on one was uh we had this big like toys for toys for toss or something something there um i i had no i didn't put that on but i i'm responsible for locking in the the waltham venue which is like a 300 capacity venue so i've done um i helped them with one show there i put my own show on and then i gave them a date to do that show and then hopefully now they have that because i put him in contact with the owner of that so now hopefully they have that for whenever they want to do a big show or whatever and i'm glad that i was able to like not just be the only contact on that which is i feel like a lot of people do that they're like oh it's just my it's my thing like i'm gonna hog it and uh i try and spread the wealth whether it comes back to me or not whether whether it comes back to me or not i i just feel like that's the right thing to do because feeling like how how it was to kind of struggle to even get a first show even though i was in the scene for like so long you know it's like it's almost like you have to be like re- reprove yourself every time which yeah, is yeah. the only thing yeah so which is the only thing i don't really like because you know life happens and i hate to say it but there's other things other than hardcore you know like uh and there's other things other than metal like how, i love dude, the music how could i love fucking say that man <laughs> yeah yeah dude, if you say that to people you they like, man, we live this shit. You but fucking, it's like, you know, fucking sell out. Fuck it. Yeah. It's like, they're like, they're like, you're not, you're not part of our, you're not part of our space. Well, like, you're the problem. It's like, <laughs> I, I, it's like, dude, oh, like, there's fucking, there's fucking other things. And like, you have to, I don't know. It's not just all, it's not just all about that. I'll be and honest, you know, about, on a side yeah. note on that, I see less and less of that as time goes on, though. Oh, there's I see. A, a I see. Elitism, I, it seems yeah. Like. I see it the other way. Do you? <laughs> really? Yeah. Yeah. That sucks. Yeah. Well, I Come guess, to the Midwest. I guess if, like, maybe, I don't know, because I don't see many older guys doing it, like, because a lot true. of them are, like, calmed down at this point. So maybe it's, like, the younger kids that feel like they have something to prove that are kind of like, a, if you're not fucking balls to the wall hardcore all the time, like, you ain't in this shit. Like, fuck off. Get out of here. It's a mixture. I think it's a. I think it's a, a yeah, mixture of the passing of the torch and trying to figure it out. I mean, there's a lot of good people in the scene, and yeah, um, but there's just. But I think that I probably know. happens in every scene. I mean, like metal, yeah. metal probably has uh, shit. I'm sure even like EDM has that or something to some extent. Yeah, 
I mean, I think hardcore is its own unique thing, though. It is, but at the same yeah. time, there's a ton of similarities to every other. Oh genre well, of sure, music. it's music, but at the same time, it's like we could go on a whole tangent. I kind of get sick of the political aspect being brought into hardcore and stuff. Like, I know you're supposed to. It's supposed to be a space to, uh, like, get everything out and whatever. But a lot of people like preaching a lot of different things. Like, don't even like. Uh, yeah, I don't know what the fuck they're talking they, about. They, they don't even know what the fuck they're talking about. Like, or or take the time to even like understand what they're talking about. And that's why I believe in personal experience more than personal experience and what you've experienced more so than trying to just like yeah, extrapolate like from yep. from Instagram or set an agenda or whatever. Because all you're really doing is you're just mirroring what's going on outside of hardcore bring it into hardcore and then you're poisoning hardcore like just show up to shows uh like be violent yeah and have fun like and 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 everyone accept that people are going to be violent because it's violent music and like get out get out there like i and i think that that part is is what people are trying to preach and have come back which is what i appreciate but then i think the other part is kind of like uh you have this like popularity contest which like you can kind of get sucked into like participating because I know when I first started I was like like you know reaching out to old friends and stuff like that and kind of like oh I got a project and like I was a little bit too I was a little bit too much too eager and wasn't out like I wasn't not being myself but I was kind of like you know I want to get this project out and like telling people about it and telling people about what I had going on and I should have just like focused a little bit more on just like doing it do it yeah doing it and and like you can fall into that trap because you know like the who who's who of the of the scene right you know what i mean so you know like who to kind of reach out to and everything but at the same time like we would we just figure it out on our own anyway so that's like the whole that's like the whole like allure i guess of it is um just kind of like pick a pick a road and probably take your own road and is the best bet you know like just well, that's the what, quieter like, road. the most yeah. authentic way to go about it like be yourself yeah. in the music don't try to emulate something else that isn't you just because you heard this band do it or you heard this band do it like maybe they had a different experience than you did in that and they have grounds to talk about that shit on and you don't like stay yeah. in your lane and write what is true to you don't try to be somebody you're not well not not even so much that i'm talking about that but i'm just talking about like like there's people that I knew that like control venues and stuff like that or, or things, but do I have any business talking to them? I don't know. I just been reaching out to say like, Hey, I, I started and I want to play a show here or whatever, but you know, was I ready to play a show there? I'm, I was just trying to get us to get on a show, you know, or something. And I should like, my thing is just, you know, don't bother people. Just do what you got to do and you'll figure it out. You know, that was it. That was like kind of something I learned getting back into it, um, which sounds sounds stupid but no i mean letting things fall into place can be a good route to go because that way you don't seem like you're begging somebody to get on a bill or whatever and they're like well i don't want this band he keeps bothering me exactly which is kind of like you should you want to promote your band but just it just like stay stay in your own lane and do what you gotta do and eventually you'll get you'll get there and because because i guess what i'm getting at is you waste a lot of time and energy worrying about like 
are you going to get accepted to get that show as your band? And then if it doesn't happen, you're like, Oh, nobody likes my band. And you start like taking it personal. Like that's, that's <laughs> yeah. kind of like, I think becoming a parent gets rid of a lot of that shit too, man. Yeah. 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 But that's, that's kind of what, I, what I'm talking about from experience. I think I was so, I've been so eager to try and I'm like, this project is good. I'm going to get this out the door. And that's just something that, that you learn. Cause I've always been humble and respectful and everything. I've never been like, Oh, well, whatever, you know, uh, and like pissed off or treating someone like shit but yeah. that's the like one me, thing that's fuck you <laughs> yeah i just kind of like all right well i'll do i'll do my i'll do it my way and figure it out and whatever right. but i i did let that get to me a little bit too much so i guess if anyone's starting starting a band or starting to get into the scene you know and you know kind of who's at the top of the top of the scene and who's doing what and everything um if you reach out to them and and whatever and it doesn't go your way like just do it your own way and eventually your band will We'll start making traction and don't take it personal if you're not in the in the in the uh the click per se or the whatever you know what table. I mean yeah yeah so that's that's like that's the only thing because like I know who I am as a, a human and like the right. amount of respect I have and everything and what I stand for but like I like I told you this is what the thing is is like I have a bunch of different lives that I I live in like hardcore is a part of it so like I can't attend every single show i can't i can only do what i can do but when i do what i do i try to take other people along with me whether it's get a venue going or tell someone about a slot that's open on a show or go try and make it to a show or do something or like donate to someone or um something like that i try and like make my time in the scene as giving as i can as much as i'm trying to to like take to like get my band to go you know what i mean i don't want to like just be like what about me what about me uh i want to try and i want to try every time i try and yeah, put like, my band on i want to try and put someone else on or whatever so because i i only have so much time and that's that's where i'm coming from with that and so. it's an admirable thing too because some people get selfish and want only things for themselves or their own band and when, when you're a person that helps build other people up like that builds a community around your you and your band and gives you the reputation of that to where people are going to want to play shows with you or have you on a bill or you know um, do features or anything like that like you build a, a reputation for yourself yeah trying one thing i try to do too is if like someone's offering a service i don't try and take it from them i try and say like let me give you some like cash for it or whatever you know like some people are like oh i'll I'll film you or whatever or i'll yeah you know even yeah, even stuff like that square. yeah yeah i try and do that or or even or offer something. service for service if you can or you know whatever the case may be like yeah before i, I, I try I always, I always try and make a square in the moment and then i try and remember them to come back to them later on to give them a boost yeah. you know again so so it's like i don't just be like oh here's one transactional thing and we're done i try and like keep in mind like were they good to me like can i is there an opportunity i can plug them later on too or something like that so right well speaking of um like people helping you out you said that a friend of yours maddie um because i yes. wanted to bring this up before it got too late that you guys actually have a cold case uh bhc uh video on youtube for cold case crew yep and uh it, i think it's fucking awesome man i was like super excited to find that when i did but the venue yeah, yeah. seems so narrow like how was it playing there 
It was that was at a basement of a tattoo shop. It was called Top Shelf Tattoo in New Hampshire, and we got asked to play that by Iron Gate, who's an awesome band. Um, it was them, Die Nameless, Cannabis Crypt, um, and I forget I forget who else was on there. Um, I think oh, Search Warrant was on there. Search Warrant's blowing up. They're awesome. Um, they're doing a lot of great great stuff. And um, yeah, Maddie Montana, he's been filming since a little bit before the pandemic. And he comes out to the shows, you know, on his own accord films. Um, he's also been responsible for putting putting a bunch of venues, helping out with the the Hingham venue, which was, I think he was a part of that. Um, he's, he's part of that group who there's, there's two like major booking companies like in the scene that people know. One is Peace on Fire, which used to be Vanguard. The other is uh, Gatekeeper, which does a lot of like the Brockton stuff and everything. And, um, you know, they're keeping the scene alive. And Maddie is one of the main, uh, f- you know, filmers. Um, there's shot down media. Uh, I think John and Joe media is still doing it. She was someone that's doing it. Um, and there's now there's mainly shows, which is like more of a main based one shot down media is based out of, out of Maine, but he travels a good amount, mainly starting to travel now. Um, and then there's a few other people, like a lot of good photography, Ian Ray photography. Um, there's Todd Follett, who does really good, good uh, photography. Uh, and I'm trying to think about a few other people. I think there's someone named Vlad that's doing photography too. I'm not, I'm not sure. It's hard to like remember all the names. But yeah, all those people, they're keeping the scene going, keeping all the shots going so people get are getting hyped up on it and – and traveling uh, and some of that photography yeah, stuff like the shots that i see some bands get with uh especially like i see this a lot now where there's tracers with lights yeah. a lot of times Dude, i love the way those yeah. shots look like and i think the photographers do the band like they do about right by them but because that's advertisement yeah. like you know people see that on instagram they see it at sh- like they were like oh i was at that show and i got this fucking picture of it and they just turn out awesome. Yeah, and then there's a uh, the tried and true, which is Return of the Pit, which everyone knows. I mean, that yeah, guy's yeah. been doing that for years. He's a, I mean, he's an OG. So, yeah. but yeah, Matt. So Maddie has been recording live shows, and then he had a thing out where he wanted to try to do a video. So I hit him up, and I was like, "Dude, I want to pay you to do our video. Like, come out and come out and do it. Do it. Would you be interested to come out and do it?" And he was like, "Oh hell yeah, man!" So he came out and. He drove to New Hampshire to shoot the video and he was great. He, you know, he would send me stuff and he'd be like, do you like this? And I liked everything he, he sent me. We were just trying to make sure that the pace uh, matched the the song. Yeah, so yeah, that yeah. was like the only critiques we had going back and forth. Like, oh, maybe cut that like a few seconds here and throw like throw one more clip in. And that was it. And it was just kind of like, you know, DIY, like a raw take, raw take of the set. And um it worked out. It worked out great. He he was he was awesome to work with. I know he wants to do more videos like that. So yeah, it's there's a there's a couple people like in the scene that have really kind of kind of pushed pushed us along. Um, one of the members of opposition and opposition themselves have have been great. Uh, Search warrant's been great to us. Iron Gate, Heavyweight, Gum Scab. I'm sure you've seen flown around we're we're friends with them they've done a lot for us um uh, we've tried like to do heavyweight you know, with chubs heavyweight heavyweight from new hampshire there's a band oh, in, different uh, heavyweight. New hampshire. yeah yeah i think there's a couple heavyweights yeah but this is heavyweight from new hampshire and oh, um, that one out. Try, yeah dude they're heavy 
and I'm trying to think who else. Oh, there's a couple bands up and coming. Um, Die Nameless is like a noise, noisy, orthodox type band. They just put something new out. Um, Cannabis Crypt is a band that has been around for a while. They're obviously like a weed influenced band. <laughs> yeah, it's like Cannabis so, Corpse. Uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. And uh, but they they they're really heavy. Um, and then obviously like we have some new like up and coming. Well, up and coming, but like you know, like Death Before Us Honor was like the staple of like Boston for a while. Mm-hmm. Now you have Street Power, and uh, you know, Colin of Arabia has been revived like with their new album. I mean, they've always been like you see them play, and you're always like, holy shit, you know, they're playing. And but like with their new album, they're 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 like back to playing regularly, so that's awesome to see. That definitely boosts the scene. And then you have um, the conservative military image band which is kind of a mix between boston and chicago but but they they come over here and like revive you know that revives the scene and there's like a whole new like revival of like punk happening that i had no idea about and it just seems like that to see those two bands uh and at black christmas it's fucking they they're awesome dude conservative military image and cla yeah chris um of conservative military image and uh street power was really good when i first got started with cold case i asked him a couple questions uh like things that like i had stepped away from and didn't really understand like know how to use for a bit i asked him like what's the best um uh, platform to put your music out on he told me cd baby and i did that and that's been awesome and then you know a couple other things like you know what what did you what did you do when you did this yeah yeah so yeah yeah, and so he was he was cool, and he's got his own recording studio now, Old Salt Recordings that he's putting a lot of bands on with, and uh, he's doing that, and and he's in those two bands. So I I appreciated what he had to offer um, and everything. So it was cool talking to him about that. You know, him being a local guy, and he recorded the Give Up Hope album, which my other the other members of my band, uh, Pat and jared are, are in so he did that and that album sounds sick so if you want to hear what he can do recording definitely check that out i think he did most of his street power stuff but i think he might have had it mastered somewhere else but i know that he did the give up hope stuff top to bottom he did the search warrant stuff which is great um so yeah just shout out to trying to trying to put on those those oh, yeah. guys you know locally. we got a laundry yeah. list now man appreciate it <laughs> we always yeah. have a list yeah. I, that's what i love about doing this man is like we get just as much out of it as you do, you know, as far yeah. as like promo or like, oh my God, we got like yeah. lists of bands and to if check you, out. If you like Slam, we have legends out of uh, Boston. Have you heard, you know, Dysentery? Yep. Yeah. Yeah. Dysentery, number one. And that's actually my favorite genre of music, to be honest. Like my favorite bands right now are uh, Within Destruction, which is like kind of like a Slam hybrid, Ingested, same thing. Uh, and then I like Peeling Flesh, um, Devourment. I think who else? And then I like the beatdown stuff, like snuffed on sight, and uh, all those. But like, I'm huge into that. That's why you hear all those. Like, when it hits in cold case, that's why yeah. it hits because like I'm constantly down. listening to that. Yeah, yeah. yeah. I'm Funny, a, yeah, my, I'm a fan. My well. kid actually got me into Devourment because I never really listened <laughs> yeah. to him, but like, he's big into that stuff too. So he was like, "You ever hear this band, Dad?" And he's in all like, honesty, out of shit. all those bands, that's the only one that I recognize. Uh, out of their names devourment sweet i like them yeah yeah definitely yeah and then i'm trying to think i think the only other like one of the big staples we have is uh risk they're another huge 
band that's been doing it for a long time. And I actually played, used to play with them um, when I played in this band, Reckless, which was like a Merrimack Valley hardcore band, which that was a whole other era in uh, the hardcore scene near us. So it's cool to see them still doing it for as long as they've done and going strong. So uh, some of the stuff, like I was telling you about the scene, has come back to me where you know, I had good, these people remember me and some of it is like, I have to get back into it and just, you know, just kind of like on my own, on my own terms. So right. it's good to have some familiar faces and have new, and then also have new experiences at the same time. So. Yeah, that's awesome. Um, before a couple things, before we wrap things up here, one, um, do you have anything that you would like to get off as far as social media plugs or just shout outs or anything like that? Pretty much shouted out most of the people that I, that I could in the scene. Um, yeah, I know you just went uh, on a list, see, but I was like, there's a sophisticated adult. Um, that, that band's awesome. Um, they're like a kind of like, do you, have, do you guys remember heavy, heavy, low, low, or like any bands like that? It's like if someone took hardcore, metal and then mix it with like noise core kind of type stuff like number 12 looks like you yeah I type stuff that too band. like and that, yeah that that band's that band's awesome um so they're another one um and garrett from that band is in a bunch of other projects too uh lousy haywire Haywire's uh, dope. buried buried dreams garrett plays in buried dreams too so yeah, yeah those, all those guys well. yep so yeah he's definitely a person to shout out in uh has doing a lot of stuff in the scene. Uh, a lot of bands um, put us on our second show. I think you know, we asked them. We had a date that that uh, fell through, and we asked if we could just hop on. We were unknown. And he was like, "Hell yeah!" We were the first band that played, and he and everyone tore it up for us. And it was it was cool. It's like he put us on a show, and then like you know, tore, like set it off for us too. So that was awesome. Uh, other than that, I mean, just. There's so many bands doing so many things, and um, I guess the one point I would want to get across is these people are not your competition; they're your friends. You know, try and bring each other up, uh, be receptive. You know, not everybody communicates the same way or has the same communication style, but as long as everyone's being respectful, like you know, try and work with them, and you know, just don't take yourself so serious. It's just be humble about what you're doing and understand that there's other things in life to worry about versus getting consumed by the hardcore scene, you know, enjoy the scene for what it is, make it a place that you can go do it. Like, you know, if you're going to go to a hardcore show, expect that you're going to let off some steam and other people are going to let off some steam and it's no harm, no foul. You know, if there's like a legitimate person preying on people or like a predator there, whatever, that's a different story, you know, like someone just going there to like target people. But if there's people just going off and, smashing you or whatever it's just it's gonna happen you know and same thing uh with like the music if it's not your thing then just leave you know exactly. <laughs> if you want to be there if you want to be there be there if you don't want to be there don't be there um, um that's that's the biggest thing i think but mostly there's a, at the end of a show you always see like that relief from everybody like oh i got i got out what i had to get out or like this is awesome or whatever and like whether you go all the time or you're able to go a little bit like whenever someone wants to attend a show or or chooses to play a show, they were ready to do it at that day and they had to get something out. So just respect that, you know, that that's all that's, that's really it. And, and have a good time. Yeah. I Uh, fully agree with all that. 
Um, yeah. And one more thing that we always ask everybody on the show, like right at the end when we're getting ready to wrap up. I can't wait. <laughs> Jeremy's running to the bathroom. Yeah, you can do it. But uh, we always ask people, since him and I are both into various different kinds of music, metal, jazz, hip-hop, soul music, Motown, everything. Um, we always ask people, what is something that you would lis- that you listen to that people wouldn't expect you to listen to? I think I, I think I like appreciate pop music more than like the melody because I'm really into melody. So just any sort of like, I'll throw on like pop music here and there um, or maybe I'll put on like jamming or, or something like that. And um, I don't know, just like every once in a while I'll need like maybe a small break or just want to hear some other influence. And I'll just listen to like whatever's on jam nine, four, five or, or um, I don't know, kiss one away or whatever. And just throw that on for a bit. Because cool. uh, they they have some you know whatever is just just to see what like is currently playing. So like if I if I switch it up, I'll do that or I'll listen to maybe some older rap from like my like middle school era. You know when that was that was kicking around. And now we do have a lot of Latin music playing in my house because of my wife. So right. I'll listen to that. I'll listen to that too, um, which is awesome. And then uh, yeah, so that's about it. And then I think you guys asked about plugging instagram page which i missed so if you follow us on uh, instagram it's cold case bhc for boston hardcore um is the is the name just look us up and you'll see our link tree it'll take you to all our music and uh yeah we're gonna we're gonna still keep going we're gonna get a little heavier but uh we're gonna have some fun with it yeah um as far as your Instagram goes and Bandcamp and all that, I'll have all of that linked in the episode description. So for anybody listening, go to the episode description, click that, follow them. I do look forward to hearing like what the band brings throughout this year. I know you said you're going to start doing uh, some recordings more towards the spring, so I'm looking forward to hear hearing like how the sound shifts with the new singer and everything. Yeah, and I'll uh I'll send it to you so you have it. So if you wanted to, whenever it's ready to go, like you know that way you'll have it um, for a follow up or whatever. And then yeah, if anybody yeah, wants absolutely. to reach out to us just to say hello or whatever, feel free to hit us up on on the page. Yeah, and other, other than that, you'll see us back and even heavier. So awesome. Well, um, yeah. we really appreciate you taking the time to jump on and talk with us, man. It's been cool getting to know you. It's finally nice yeah. to get to talk to I'll, you, Jason, and uh, meet you. I'm honestly flattered to have the opportunity. I mean, I really appreciate stuff like this. It definitely gives you a boost, and I don't take it lightly, you know, And uh, but i definitely still humble, um, you know, about where I am with everything. But thank you for, like I said, taking the interest and really wanting to reach out and, and do this. Yeah, Congratulations absolutely. on uh, becoming a father and your brother oh, as yeah. well. Yeah, I'll, t- I'll make sure I tell him. And uh, yeah, I definitely want to say like, you know, it's sad that he left. I think we'll be okay as a band. But I do want to note like he really did put something special into it. And I, it's been, it was amazing to be able to do that with my brother too. So I want to, I want to give, pay, pay homage to him before I get off, off here. And, uh, you know, everything he did was, it was real. It was, it was, uh, he put himself out there. So that takes a lot of, a lot of guts to do. Yeah, absolutely. I mean, he helped start something that is awesome. So kudos to him for sure. Yeah. 
But all right, man, we'll uh, we'll let you get going here. And once again, like we really appreciate it. Uh, I'll be in touch with you through Instagram once we get closer to releasing this with promo artwork and all that stuff. So, and I'll bother all you right. at random times with useless information. <laughs> Sounds good. And thank you guys for doing this and um, giving everyone a platform to uh, to uh, promote their band and everything. It's it's so huge. So thanks for enjoying to do this and taking your time on your day to do this. I really appreciate it. Absolutely. Appreciate it. Um, you enjoy the rest of your day, man. Have a good weekend. You too. See you guys. See Later. you.